on cue. Twitter losing their fucking minds. Liberals losing their fucking I can't minds. He's in a gun free zone oh, yeah. with a gun. Yeah, they're saying we shouldn't be celebrating him because he was in a gun free zone and had a gun. He should be brought up on charges. He saved hundreds of people's lives. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're both here, so just everybody calm your tits. All right? Damn, we're back together. Calm your tits. I'm back. I'm back home. I was in Florida. Yeah. I was in Florida for a little bit, enjoying the sun. Yeah. Took my daughter down there. We went days without talking. I went days without texting. It was so nice. God. And then every time you text me, I'm like, oh, this guy. This fucking guy. Fucking huh? guy. God damn it. I'm on vacation. So today. I almost jumped in on your live. Almost. But, but I were, was at a restaurant. Yeah. And then I took a camera. I was going to go live down there, but it was just so busy. And then when things would finally calm down, it was like 11 o'clock at night down there. Yeah. But Pensacola is central. So it was midnight here. And I'm like, ugh. It's just not worth it. No, no, it would have been cool. And I had to go live by myself and it wasn't the same without you. You know, we reached out to Jeff, uh, the conspiracy theorist, and he jumped on to make it a little more uh, to make it a little more bearable for everybody else. Jim just took a hot swig of coffee and almost, and almost died. You know what the roof of my mouth feels like? Oh, pizza. Like Captain Crunch? Pizza. No, not that bad. <laughs> That's the worst ever. Dude, when I was a kid, I honestly believed that Captain Crunch put pieces of glass in their cereal. Like, I didn't know why, but all I knew is every time I ate it, my fucking mouth hurt for a day. Oh, that was the worst. God, that coffee's hot as fuck, though. Are you are you are is you finished or is you done? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so today we're looking at doing, you know, a, a sort of spitball episode. <sighs> We have a lot of catching up to do. We haven't been able to talk uh, with you guys about current events because we've been having conversations with people. And into the summer, we're going to continue to have conversations. And And I hope you guys are ready for it because we're, we're probably going to be bringing some heat pretty soon. We're definitely calling out the big guns, which you'll see uh, next week. But uh, we'll, we'll plug that at the end. So stick around and listen. But for right now, uh, while you were in Florida Jim, there was a hero that let me hold on. Let me just say that Florida, (laughs) dude, it's ridiculous. Now, Grant, I was in the panhandle and the panhandle is conservative, but I didn't see one. Well, no, I take that back. I did see a couple like, you know, build back better stickers um, on vehicles. Yep. On vehicles posted up on on vehicles from like Illinois. Uh, But I never, never once did I see a Biden flag. Unless it said, fuck Joe Biden or fuck Biden. <laughs> I saw a bunch of those. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, there was a kid. We, we stopped at a Bucky's in Georgia and he had to be 20 years old or so, maybe a little older, long hair. And he was wearing a shirt from printed kicks. And it said, uh, and I guess we'll talk about this next week too, but it was, it was the best shirt ever. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I think it says DeSantis 2024. And then underneath it, it says make America, Florida. Hmm. I'm telling you, everybody in Florida, it doesn't get more conservative than that. That's crazy. Florida, I, yeah. Florida moves up to the top of my list when I retire. I mean, because of stuff like this, like North Central. I don't want to be around the beach, but North Central Florida, you know, the Florida Georgia line. Yeah, I'm telling it's you. It's funny how you can see everything that you saw and then like it's still going to be like a toss up state. Well, the prop, well, it won't be that close, but the problem is right is, is, is Miami. It's just like out in California with LA. Yeah. I mean, all those people in North central Florida are spread apart so far, even though they all love Trump, 
And then you get down to Miami, you get down to Broward County, Miami Dade, you know, you get down to Dade County and everybody's just so tight and they control the state. But, but they're turning those voters. Well, Hispanics, they pretty are heavy. Yeah. Hispanics, they and are. Cubans understand what, what socialism oh, sure is. They and do. They've and always understood. Right. 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 They're not even trying to get that voting yeah. block anymore. They're like, they're a lost cause of the Democrats. Yeah. They, uh, the, the Hispanics are leaving in droves, man. They're, they're coming over. They know. And Biden administration's worried about it. They have got an offensive uh, where they're trying to keep these these Hispanic this Hispanic block voting for them. Oh yeah, they're buying up all the sure. Telemundo. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, they got a uh, who was it? Was it is Soros backed? Probably. I I think it's Soros backed. But they're yeah, they're buying up the uh, the Hispanic conservative radio stations and turning them turning them progressive. So all the Hispanics are listening to them, but now they're not getting the conservative message. Yeah, which is, which is a play that, you know, we can sit there and, and say that they're making and never even go, why are we doing that? You know, because we're not spending that kind of money on it. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're doing it with results. Yeah. That's what we're doing it with. People are seeing what's happening here. You know, I got a 3%, well, a 3% raise. When you're getting a 3% raise with 9.1% inflation, you took a hit. You ain't making money, pal. You know, you need a 10% raise in this economy in order to be making any money. That's true. But yeah, Florida's, whew, God, it's so great down there. Like, I just, I never once was I walking around and I was like, oh, this fucking guy, unless he was like from Connecticut, you know, or something, you know. But I mean, the Florida people down there, they get it. They get it. And Florida man gets such a bad rap. Well, Florida man, he's always drunk. Right. He's always drunk. The Flo- Were you Florida man at any time while you were down there? <laughs> I I did. I went through a bottle. Uh, I stopped on the way down um, and I got a bottle of Kentucky vintage. Did I bring that in? No, I don't know. Um, I've got a bottle of Kentucky vintage and I, I did. I went through it while I was down there just sitting on the beach and it, it was nice, dude. I'm telling you. When we got down there, the weather was supposed to be shit for the whole week. And I was so sad for my daughter. She took a friend with her and I was like, God, this is going to suck. But Florida being Florida, man, even though there was a tropical depression when we got there mm-hmm. and it turned, man, and the weather was great. Great. First day we're there, rained. After that, great. Yeah, man, we had a blast, though. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't come to the live, but I really wanted to. But it's just timing, bad timing. I mean, I had it set for seven. I didn't want to go too late. I uh, didn't want to go too early. I wanted people to be home after dinner. Well, seven was six my time, and I was sitting in the middle of a restaurant when you did it. So. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I apologize. That, that, that's on me. Uh, would have been a lot okay. more, more fun I, with you. I accept your apology. And, and thank you for your, no, not yet. Thank you for my not, service. Not yet, not yet, not <laughs> after you retire. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my, I went camping here on River Valley uh, with the family, and then we walked through downtown Milan and downtown Norwalk. I love the old towns. Downtown Norwalk has this downtown that has all the old 1800s buildings. And Milan has a big old building with a big Mason sign on it, Freemason sign. And it was nice yeah. while we were gone. The weather was yeah, nice. Yeah, it was. Right? I mean, rain, it rained rain, on us at night, yeah. you know, when we were in the camper. And um, there's a new, like, cowboy store right in downtown Norwalk. And on the weekends, on Saturdays, you walk up in there, they have a refrigerator. They give you a koozie. And you can pop that beer right in to your koozie nice. and shop. Nice. And there's a certain section of downtown where you can walk open container. <laughs> downtown Norwalk doing right. it big. Uh, Sheer Elevations in North Ridgeville. It's my new barbershop. Okay. They have a refrigerator in there and they sell like energy drinks and stuff and they sell beer by donation only. Oh. So you can sit there, have a beer before you're getting your hair cut. Then you flick them a nickel. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you don't have to give them anything. 
They'll just give it to you. I know, but I always wanted to flick somebody a nickel for a beer. Like I, I'll make it up and the then back make it end. hit like the bar and just do that thing where it, it just rolls. Yeah, yeah, comes down. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that was our week. I just want to touch base real quick. Okay. So we stayed. So we went tubing after we leave the beach. It's always what we do. We drive into North Central Florida, Itchituckney Springs, and it's one of those crystal rivers. Like you can see the bottom, seventy three degrees. It's great. And while we were going, I was looking for a hotel. And I went on Airbnb first and I found an Airbnb and it was fantastic. I'm going to, I'm going to post it. You got to post it. All, well, all my private, well, I'll, I'll post it on yeah, Post so, it when we post this episode. Listen, here's what it was. And I didn't tell Ella. It is a full on flat nosed yellow school bus. And the guy, I think I called you from there. You sent me the photo. Oh, yeah. First of all. What do you think? And I was like, oh, why did I sell my bus? Yes. Oh, I should this have been, guy. I should have parked this somewhere man, with an electric meter. And, I'm telling you, I sat out. out there. It, it was in Alachua, Florida. There was, I'm, you couldn't hear anything. Nothing except for frogs and crickets. And I sat out. He has a little wood deck that he made, covered deck with some chairs. He's got a hammock out there with it. But the inside of it is incredible. Yeah. It, I look, could, it looks like it's one of the buses you take to Daytona for the infield like I did at Michigan before. I could years. live there. I could live there. I yeah. could retire tomorrow and live in this guy's bus. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to go, when I woke up, there were some bugs in there, right? You're in the middle of bumfuck Florida, dude. <laughs> like, this is not the Ritz. All right? Yep. There's no exterminator coming yep. out there. And there's right? a school bus, so there's going to be open holes. Sure, there's open holes. coming up. And Listen, understand what yep. you're getting into, right? Yep. You're roughing it out there it a little the bit. Ritz. He's got some water. I mean, he's got plumbing out there and stuff yeah. in the bus. But yeah, I mean, you're going to wake up and there's some, he's got four air conditioners going in there in the middle of the day that barely touch the heat. Dude, Now I, night, I had an air conditioner in the bus during the heat when we were at yeah, the races. Impossible. Yeah, I was wasting. Night, I was wasting electricity at night, freezing. Yep, does a good job. You'll sleep comfortably. Yep, it was the best. I will absolutely go back to that bus. It was the best experience, as long as you understand what you're getting into. It's not the. Yeah, I'll post it. I don't care. Yeah, we'll post it in the comments when we post this episode when it drops. Yeah, it, it should be a good time. Get that guy a little bit of business. So. Yeah, and it seems like you know if you needed that time to refresh, you get down there. Oh, man, I tell you, the beach. I was done with the beach after three days, but you know where I refreshed, man, was that bus. That I bus, did. like you never knew. Dude, you I sat out there until one o'clock in the morning, just listening. Just it was dark. Oh God, it was so great. Well, we had a second to chat when you were out there, and you're like, "Oh, that's the first plane I seen fly over." Yeah, thirty-seven thousand feet. Not one plane. You couldn't hear a plane. Just if you happen to look up, you'd see, the, you know, it was absolute flyover territory. Oh, yeah. I mean, I flew over it when I went to Disney with, awesome. the, with the family in uh, 2018. Oh, it was great. Yeah, you fly. I mean, I fly over Florida and, and, and just from even all the way up there looking down, it looks like a porous sponge. Like, oh, yeah. I look down and I'm like, just you guys. Ponds everywhere. Yeah, you guys are at sinkhole. That's yeah. a big ass sinkhole, guys. Yeah. You're on. You're you know, on it's crazy. Time. When you fly over Florida at night, just. There's not a lot of lights. I mean, you have your populated areas. Yep. But it, a lot of that state's dark, man. I don't know. I don't hate it. I don't hate it like I used to hate it just because there's no beach. So, all right. Well, that's enough about us. Yeah. Let's, let's get, get into, into what happened while while you were gone. I oh, mean, one more thing. Just, uh, just kidding. So, I want to start with the hero, right? This this kid. Yeah, Elijah Dickens. This kid. Dickin. I think it's like, Dickens. You sent me the story, and I was like, I haven't seen anything today about a mass shooting. Like what? What? Yeah. There's so, no way Jim's breaking me this story before Twitter does. I know I did. 
And you did. I and did. I was like, you know, so I'm like, well, let me so see. So 20 year old, and uh, we will never use his name, 20 year old uh, piece of shit, piece of shit scumbag walks into the mall, goes into the bathroom, comes back out with an AR-15. I think he has a pistol. Hey, he's got three or four guns, hundreds of rounds of ammo, I think. Anyway, he walks out of the bathroom, immediately shoots a guy, kills him, shoots a married couple. Um, kills them, shoots a fourth person that I don't think died. Either way, he is beginning carnage. He's just shooting into the food court indiscriminately now at this point. Enter our hero, 22-year-old Elijah Dickin. He's there with his girlfriend. Now, Elijah shows up at the mall that day for whatever, right? He's it's gonna probably go, his wife now. Gonna go, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, here are my panties. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so... He shows up like to get a pretzel, to walk around, maybe do a little shopping at the mall. That's all he's going to do, right? Carrying a gun with him legally. Indiana is now a constitutional carry state. So he's legally carrying a gun. Like you said, though, before, probably just to, you know, in case he would get jacked in the parking lot. He's looking to make sure nobody's going nobody's gonna to hurt him. And Elijah Dickens gets thrown into this thing and sees this guy shooting into the mall. Tells his girlfriend to get down draws that handgun from 40 or 50 yards away and puts rounds on target. The shooter gets hit, turns around to try to retreat into the bathroom, can't even make it. Drops face down dead right at the door. And this is what constitutional carry is all about. This is what it's about. And you know what? The story's going to drop in a week. You're never going to hear about it because it doesn't fit the narrative. In 15 seconds, he put four out of five rounds on target at 40 yards. And ended this thing within two minutes. Yeah. I mean, anybody listening at home, go go thirty yards at the range with a pistol, and let me give you let me give you a twelve inch circle. I'll give you a twelve inch, a one foot circle. Listen, we'll give you a twelve inch circle of paper that's not shooting back. Elijah <laughs> Dickin is ending a mass shooting. He's taking a life. You knowingly. remember my dad's episode? Yep. I mean, it's got to be his heart rate has to be at freaking two twenty five, man. I mean, this guy what, is just approaching back. just approaching the deck. <laughs> This guy is shooting back, bro. This isn't a paper target. Nope. And I guarantee you, man, you got tunnel vision. You got heart rate up. You you have to. And Elijah Dickens is not military and he's not police. No. He's got no, no professional training. But that tells me right there that this wasn't his first time handling that No, it wasn't. Right. He didn't go to Walmart and buy that thing. Or not Walmart. Was it a Springfield? You know, I don't even know. Was it a nine? I heard it was a Springfield. Nine? Yeah, could have been. I'm not 100% sure. But he should be on every news station getting high-fived. It should be covered. Well, and, you know. Anybody that stops a mass shooting from today on out should get the Elijah Dickens Award and a bravery cross put around their neck by the, the president of the, of the United States. The chief of police did say that he's a 22-year-old kid who's dealing with this. So, I understand. I mean, he's probably, he did take a life. And it's still hard. I mean, and he saved a lot of lives, but. I mean, he was looking somebody in the face when he killed him. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot to live with. I get it. But this guy, unbelievable. Now, you are a PUBG fan. And there's all kinds of games out there, first-person shooters. You got Call of Duty. And my uh, thought about it, because I don't play those games. I got time for that shit, right? I always Neither do I, but I do. I always thought that these kids should not ever have the mindset to run toward gunfire. In that game... When you're trying to make your moves and you hear, and you're going, they want to go in there and get in it because there's no, there's no consequences. There's no real world consequences. Yes. But there's no cover. I always thought that that was a bad thing. My my nephews are 10, 12 years old. They're playing these games. I don't want people to get used 
to, to, to gunfire like that. I need that to, to trigger the, Oh, this ain't this not here. Something's wrong, but maybe this is something, this is something where Elijah grew up on that shit and maybe he just, you know, maybe that, maybe it helped him. I don't know. I, I Listen, can't say. There's, there are. But I'm not, I'm not so against it now. There's hundreds of people walking around today who were at that mall that day in Indiana who owe Elijah Dick in their lives. They don't know it yet. They don't realize it. They never will. But there was nothing stopping this shooter from just indiscriminately walking through that mall and murdering folks until the police showed up there. And God forbid it were to be like Uvalde. Right. Where the cops are just outside because they're scared of getting shot and they don't go in there and allow this guy to walk through that mall and kill all these people. Elijah Dickon has more courage than those cops in Uvalde have combined. He's a sheepdog combined. He should get the sheepdog award. He should get the sheepdog award. Listen, man, that kid, I'm telling you, and, you know, on cue, Twitter, losing their fucking minds. Liberals, losing their fucking minds. I can't believe minds. he's in a gun-free zone oh, yeah. with a gun. Yeah, they're saying, we shouldn't be celebrating him because he was in a gun-free zone and had a gun. He should be brought up on charges. He saved hundreds of people's lives. And they're concerned with the fact that he was in a gun-free zone with a gun. You know who else was in a gun-free zone? That fucking scumbag that shot four people. That's who was in a gun-free zone. Yeah. Yep. Elijah Dickens should have a fucking day named after him. A day named after him. I can't wait to see what's coming his way. Oh my God. But on the other flip side of that, you know, they're, they're going to try to wreck him. The other side will try to wreck this kid. Well, sure they will. Well, it doesn't go, you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't further their agenda. Right. So he just, they just want him to fall away. Sure. They do. Sure. They do. You know who, you you know who they're behind more than Elijah Dickens? The guy who shot up that mall. That's who they're behind. He's a victim. <laughs> well, he furthers their agenda. Yeah. This is why we need to get rid of guns. You know who you know who blows it out of the water? Elijah Dickon. You get rid of the guns, Elijah Dickon doesn't have a gun. And now this guy murders a hundred people in that mall, or whatever the case may be. I think it's hilarious. There's always a group of people that are like Oh, the autistic kid that everyone was on everyone's list. He's got a CIA handler. Oh, yeah, it's some MK Ultra shit. Yada yada. I saw a funny meme on Twitter where they were like, uh, you know, that face of a guy with like that weird smile on his face where he's just not comfortable. And it's like yeah. uh, the the shooter's CIA handler when he finds out he got clapped by a 22 year old after right. only four people got shot. Like exactly, <laughs> it was such a good meme at the time. I was like, you fucking guys, huh? But yeah, I, I mean, that's, uh, they hate Elijah. They absolutely hate him. They hate him for what he did. They would have much rather had a massacre at the mall so that they could further their gun agenda. So that they could tell, you know, the legislature in uh, Indiana that they made a mistake. And you know what? They didn't. The legislature in Indiana passed a law that just saved countless lives. And it'll happen in Ohio. It'll, it'll happen everywhere. It'll happen everywhere eventually. This is exactly why we have it. And that's, and that's what sucks, too, because they, they have, like, just so happens that, you know, in the wake of uh, multiple recent mass shootings, including one in Arkansas, Congress passed the first gun control legislation in nearly 30 years, the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. Bipartisan. You know, <laughs> bipartisan because of, like, Kinzinger and Liz Cheney. Oh, huh, it's bipartisan. Fucking traitors. Right. and. And it's all the same shit. Enhancing background checks for gun buyers under the age of 21. Closing the boyfriend loophole. Funding for states to establish red flag laws, which is always the the, right. the, the bullshit. That I don't have any problem with, with the first two. Right. Funding for increased school security measures. 
Fair. Uh-huh. And funding for mental health programs. Okay. All good, right? But they still are going to put some bullshit on the back end of this that you, you know, that you don't know how it's going to affect you. And the red flag laws need to get bounced out of there. I mean, they should be handling that themselves. These shooters that they've had their eyes on and knew were a problem, they should, you know, they should have had that threat. I'm not in a position to talk about it today. Um, I have an article that I need to read, and I want to, I want to talk about it one day. But, you know, these red flag laws, and you look at these mass shooters, and the article talks about what psychotropic drugs that these mass shooters were all on, and they were all on something. They were all on something. Some kind of antidepressant. That changes the way their brain works. I got ADHD. Yeah. Okay. Here you go. Yeah. But it changes the way your brain works. Mm -hmm. But nobody's addressing this. Right. Nobody's saying, hey, look, man, Big Farm is out of control. Mm -hmm. Why are we giving all of these pills out? Because this shit wasn't happening when everyone wasn't on all these pills. It's guns. Guns. That's what's doing it. It's not the fact that we're changing people's thinking. Mm -hmm. It's not the fact that we're changing the way their brain chemistry works. No, it's guns. Just guns, but we'll talk about that in a later episode once I have time to digest this big article. All right, let's jump over to... um, What are we doing? Everybody's favorite big booty Latina. Mm. (laughs) I don't... Did I? I don't don't think I even saved that. You didn't, but uh, there is this guy that... that he. I mean, you've all seen it. He pulled up the selfie, put the camera on him, and he was like, there's my favorite big booty Latina AOC. She thought he was a fan. You look very... See, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. You look very sexy. Look at that booty on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. Watch her little selfie. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how sexy she looks Mm -hmm. in that dress. Woo, I love it, AOC. Hot, hot, hot like a tamale. So that guy, so, that's Alex Stein is his name, and he and he trolls. That's what he does. He trolls. AOC says, here's a video. She puts this on Twitter. Here's a video he posted of the incident. She says, I was actually walking over to deck him because if no one will protect us, then I'll do it myself. But I needed to catch a vote more than a case today. But if you watch the video, she ain't walking over to deck anybody. I think she thinks he's a supporter. She walks over and she's like, oh, get a selfie. And she throws up the peace sign. That's all she does. She doesn't walk over to Deckham. She doesn't confront him. No, but she has to put on that facade, right? She has to be like, I was going to go take care of business Ooh. since the Capitol Police weren't protecting me. <laughs> like a tamale. How like a tamale. You know what? You can blame Jill Biden for that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because every Hispanic out there, man, they're all as unique as breakfast tacos. Now, I've had breakfast burritos. Don't think I've had breakfast tacos. I don't think I've ever had a breakfast taco. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, there was a sign at Bucky's. Have you ever been to a Bucky's? No. Oh my god, dude, it's amazing. I mean, so, how far north do they come? Just Georgia? You know what? There was there's a new one that opened up in Kentucky. I've only seen them on 75. I'm sure there's somewhere. Dude, else. I was super stoked the first time I got to go to a Bojangles to get that sweet tea. <laughs> Holler, dude. No, listen, Bucky's. You can't even imagine what a Bucky's is. Bucky's is like an upscale Walmart with unbelievable food and the cleanest bathrooms you've ever seen in your life. So it's not a truck stop. It's not like a loves meets a Walmart meets a, meets a rest stop on the turnpike. (laughs) Fucking maybe I, fuck. I don't know, dude. They're, they're amazing. You really, you need to see one, but I found a sign there and I was going to buy it. Let me see if I could find it here real quick. Yeah, here it is. I was going to buy it because I love tacos and it's, it says, as for me and my house, 
we will serve tacos. It's a Bible verse from Fiesta 24-7. It's a Bible verse <laughs> from Fiesta. As for me and my house, we will serve tacos. Fiesta 24-7. So, yeah, I've never had a breakfast taco. I mean, I'm not opposed to that. No, I'm, we're going to Kelly's Island this weekend for a long weekend. And maybe I'll... Maybe, maybe we I'll, should buy a food truck. A Pod Bless America food ooh. truck and we'll serve breakfast tacos. And margaritas. And margaritas. Yeah. I've been wanting to plop down... But only to Hispanics because they're all as unique as breakfast tacos. What a, what a dumbass. So... God. Oh, back to, moving on. Back, 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 back to, to Alice. Alice. She's the modern day philosopher, AOC. And uh, Khalida Talib, Shalita, whatever the fuck her name is. Rashida. Yeah, Rashida Talib. Uh, they were both arrested in front of the Supreme Court. They acted like they had handcuffs on, and they did. Oh, not. it was ridiculous. Did you see the video? So they're walking away. And there is a, I assume, Capitol policeman, and he's walking, he's got his hand like on her back, and he's just kind of ushering her away from the area. And she's got her hands behind her back, like she's handcuffed, like just for the photo op, right? Like she's handcuffed. And then she gets like, I don't know, 20 steps down. She throws up the black power fist, right? And clearly not handcuffed. Everything, you know what? It was reminiscent of the fence. Remember the fence photo with her? Yeah. Where she was sitting there in a parking lot. In the like, white dress. <gasps> oh, these poor immigrant kids. And it was a parking lot. Like there were just cars parked there and you could walk around the fence and get to, over to the parking lot. She, and she was acting like it was a jail. Same right. thing. She's walking with her hands behind her back like she's handcuffed. The backs of her hands together. Right. Meanwhile, she's in Rockwall, Texas. Instead of being at the yeah. border, she's yeah, yeah. at like a parking lot. Of a- exactly. So it, it says 17 members of Congress were among those arrested Tuesday, and they were all of the uh, the caucus, the, the female caucus. Um, so all women, all arrested. Uh, I've been trying to do a lot of research if they had paid bail, they got bail. I want the mug shot. Like, I, there's a lot I need here, a lot of information I need. Um, but it was just a photo op because the uniformed Capitol Police aren't going to put their hands on an active congressperson without the suit Capitol police who are there to protect you. They're not going to let them do that. I guarantee you they're not going to let them do that. I was at, at an event with a, a sitting U S Senator and, uh, and his detail was tight. His detail was real tight. Unless they all, they're all in on it and they know it's all for show. And they, they're going to act like they got their hands behind their back. Cause they want the picture of the cop holding the arm and the arms behind the back because fuck what your eyes tell you. Forget what your ears tell you. AOC is going to tell you. Oh, I can't wait. Does she already post her Instagram live? I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she'll go live from jail. Like I'm, sh- I'm literally shaking. <laughs> I'm in jail, but yeah, I need, I need, man, there's, they, they would be stupid if they took mug shots and got them released. Cause that's all you're going to use for this whole next year of, of running campaigns against them. Because that was kind of an insurrection. They were trying to stop an official proceeding from going through. Were they? Mm, I don't know. I mean, the ruling's already been done. I don't know. They're just pandering. I mean, it's not even, they're the ones that are calling the Supreme Court an illegitimate when the Supreme Court just upheld the Constitution. It did what? That pesky document yeah. again? Yeah, like that, that girl said in her comment, take your 250-year-old document. So, let's switch gears to Monticello. Uh, well, it's not even Monticello so much. No? As, well, so... Monticello, Monticello was affected by it, wasn't well, it? Well, they, they started it out. Monticello was is being destroyed by wokeism. Now, this this came, I, I heard about this on the Mark Levin show. 
And there's a New York Post article out there. It was written by Mary K. Uh, Lingy, maybe? Linge? And John Levine. So what's happening now is they went from Monticello. Now they're over at Montpelier, which okay. is James Madison's home. Yes. All right. So from the article here, and what, what's happening is wokeism has basically taken over. You can go to Monticello and to Montpelier and walk through it now. But you're going to learn very little about James Madison being a founding father, about James Madison actually being responsible for the Bill of Rights. Um, if it was not for James Madison, we would not have a Bill of Rights in the Constitution. But you're not going to learn about that. You know what you're going to learn about? You're going to learn about the fact that he was a slave owner and what his family's impact on African-Americans was. That's what you're going to learn about now. Um, from the article, the globalist billionaire who funded the woke transformation of Thomas Jefferson's Monticello paid for a similar over, overhaul of James Madison's house, where the author of the U.S. Constitution has been shoved into a supporting role while slavery and racism take center stage. No American flags fly at Montpelier. Madison's plantation home in rural Virginia, and not a single display focuses on the life and accomplishments of America's foremost political philosopher who created our three-branch federal system of government wrote the Bill of Rights and the Federalist Papers and served two terms as president. Instead, blindsided tourists are hammered by high-tech exhibits about Madison's slaves and current racial conflicts thanks to a $10 million grant from left-leaning philanthropist David M. Rubenstein. So the post was going through there and they actually talked to some folks that walked through and one guy says, I was kind of thinking we'd be hearing more about the Constitution. One baffled dad said when the Post visited the president's home this week, but everything here is about slavery. If you go to uh, Montpelier's website, montpelier.org, uh, upcoming events, the only upcoming or the biggest upcoming event they have here is the Enslaved Community Tour. All right. You click on a little bit here and the Enslaved Community Here's what it says about it. The Madison family enslaved over 300 individuals. These enslaved men, women, and children made the Montpelier plantation function and tended to the most intimate needs of the Madison family. The Atlantic system of race-based slavery dehumanized enslaved people. It broke their bodies and destroyed their families and denied their most basic human rights. For the enslaved, Madison's notions of liberties were a dream denied. Montpelier honors the lives of the enslaved through ongoing slavery interpretation and new groundbreaking exhibition. The mere distinction of color. Thanks to the active descendant community whose members have graciously shared their families' histories with us, we continue to explore ways to tell a more complete American story. But by huh. telling that complete American story, what are they leaving out, Jim? They're skipping over the entire Bill of Rights and Constitution. Ah, fuck that thing. Yeah, yeah, fuck that old scrap of paper. You know what's more important? The fact that he owns slaves. So at the bottom of this story here from the New York Post, visitors to the Montpelier mansion get to see just three rooms in the sprawling mansion. The estate made Madison the philosopher, farmer, statesman, and enslaver that he was, the guide said as the post groups entered the home, a line she repeated at the end of her spiel. Outdoors is the house's huge basement. Dozens of interactive stations seek to draw a direct line between slavery, the Constitution, and the problems of African Americans today. A one-hour critical race theory experience disguised as a tour 
groused Mike Lapolia of Tulsa, Oklahoma, after visiting last August. He says it is a one-hour critical race theory experience disguised as a tour. And here's what's going to happen. The place isn't going to get anyone to show up and pay to go in. Oh, sure they will. You think? There's a whole lot on the left that'll go see it. That's bullshit. No, they won't because they think he's a racist because they think he owns slaves. Like they're just doing that to, to, to shower all the people that want to go there for a patriotic reason and then shit on them. And then what to help? I mean, they say, get well, go broke. That's what's going to happen here. Calling it. Another exhibit damns every one of the nation's first 18 presidents, even those like John Adams and Abraham Lincoln, who never owned slaves for having benefited from slavery in some way. Mm. The only in-depth material about the Constitution itself appears in a display that pushes the claim championed by the controversial 1619 Project. That racism was a driving force behind the entire American political system. Hmm. And finally, even the children's section of the gift shop leans far left with titles like Anti-Racist Baby by Ibram X. Kendi and She Perished by Chelsea Clinton. Now, you know who did not step up? Do you know where Montpelier is? What state? Maryland. Uh, well, in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, it's in Virginia. Do you know who didn't step up? Who didn't step up? Glenn Youngkin, hmm. the governor of Virginia. He has not stepped up to defend Montpelier, defend James Madison. Not when they asked him for comment, he had no comment. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin, who rose to power on parent outcry over critical race theory in public schools, refused to comment on Rubenstein's donation. Although the two were close allies at the Carlisle Group investment firm, where both made their fortunes. Mm. So Glenn Youngkin is not willing to step up for what's right. Nah. Glenn Youngkin's only willing to step up as long as maybe his money's not going to be affected. I was a big Glenn Youngkin supporter. I was a Glenn Youngkin fan when he was running. Sure. This is disappointing. So this is the whitewashing that's taking place throughout America right now. No pun intended. That you know, yeah, no, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> that when you're listening to this, I mean, you, you probably didn't even know about this. This is what's happening, though. These are the battles that are happening all around you. And that's the new normal, too, because now when they bring school children in. Sure. We're going to learn about how evil he was because he was a slave owner. Yeah. America is just based on slavery. Wow. They're not going to talk about the Constitution. They're not going to talk about the fact that that he authored the Bill of Rights. They're not going to talk about any of that. They're going to shit on Madison. And they're going to talk about how he was nothing more than a slave owner. And that he just did nothing more than to propagate slavery in the United States. That he founded a country based on slavery. They control the narrative about it. And you know what? Fuck Montpelier. That's a private board there that runs that. Fuck them. They know the history. But they're allowing Rubenstein to come in there with his money. And they're, they're, they're willing to rewrite history. Fuck them. Send them letters. Call them. Maybe they won't care. They won't, but, but there's, there's got to know they, they do need to know. There's got to be outcry. There's got to be outcry. It's ridiculous. God, it makes me sick. All right. Well, speaking of make you sick, let's jump to the next one, which is the NDAA National Defense Authorization Act. It has passed uh, in the House, and I think it's us to go through the Senate. So uh, I got this article from Political, and I'll read you a couple paragraphs, and, and you just jump in when you feel it's necessary. I'm mad, no. <laughs> well, be ready to get even madder. 
The House approved sweeping defensive policy legislation on Thursday that marks the second straight year Democrats and Republicans endorse a significant increase to President Joe Biden's Pentagon spending plan. The $839 billion National Defense Authorization Act approved in a 329 to 101 vote is $37 billion more than the administration sought in military spending. But none of this, none of this matters because money's not real to them. It's just numbers. It's just numbers on paper. Right, right. But when someone gives you the the NDAA, you want to go, okay, you want an $839 billion. Let's see if we can get to $775. Let's see if we can back. But no, these scumbags, in a bipartisan effort, added bipartisan. $37 billion to it, right? On top of the budget, the bill also rebukes several of Biden's national security plans, which a lot of these that I'm going to read, you're going to be like, mm, eh, uh, you know, you're going to have different feelings about them. So members maintained a nuclear cruise missile the administration planned to scrap. They hampered F-16 sales to Turkey and limited the number of aircraft and ships the Pentagon can retire. So they were looking to sell a bunch of F-16s to Turkey. They were looking to retire more aircraft, and and a lot of people think they're trying to make us weaker. Well, Donald Trump is appreciative that he'll have a strong, at least equipment that he can bring out of mothballs since they're not allowed to just tear up all of our aircraft carriers now. Right. When he comes in in 2024. And a bipartisan blowout. Make America Florida. 180 Democrats and 149 Republicans joined forces to pass legislation which authorizes Pentagon spending levels and sets overreaching military policy. It is the definition of a bipartisan bill, said some asshole from Alabama, the top Republican on the Armed Services Committee. It includes billions for more aircraft and ships than the Pentagon sought. So the Pentagon was like, we just need this much for ships. And they're like, nah, bitch, take more. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, that is that is one of Congress's functions. Yes. They're allowed to do that. And yes. I don't have a problem. If you want to put more money into building up the military. But that's almost spending a trillion on it. What, what are they sneaking in on the NDAA that, that we could do away with? I'm sure political is not going to tell me. They're just kind of oh, fluffing up some pieces here, right? So the the vote by the House Armed Services Committee to raise the bill's price tag by 37 billion Republicans and a sizable number of Democrats saw Biden's request already a 30 billion dollar increase from the previous year as not enough to keep up with runaway runaway inflation and match challenges posed by China and Russia the final pentagon top line will have to be hammered out by house and senate leaders in a compromise defense bill and lawmakers must also pass a spending bill that makes the increase a reality. So there's still some work to do. So why, I don't even, I don't care about Russia and China. What are they doing to combat the threat of white nationalism in this country? Russia and China aren't a threat to us. It's white nationalism. It's the rise of white extremism. It's funny because I know a ton of them, but I don't know any that think like that. What? Ton of what? White nationalists? Just a ton of white people in general. <laughs> and none of them. None of them. Well, I don't know. They're out there. Talk Dan. shit. Dan, none of them. Dan, yeah. they said that this is the biggest threat facing America. Are they in the mountains of West Virginia? Maybe. No. I don't know any of them, Jim. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just telling you the military. Unless their goal, the, unless the their goal is to they're... turn me and you into some crazies. When all we want to do is live free. That's all I want to do. That's all they want to do. I went to Waffle House while I was down there in Florida. That's all I want to do. I just want to go to a Waffle House. 
I just want to live my life, bro. I don't care about black. I don't care about white. I don't care if you're gay. Do your thing. You know what I want? I want that breakfast bowl at Waffle House. That's Mm -hmm. all I want, bro. Biden's quest to sell F-16 fighters to Turkey also suffered a setback at the hands of Democrats as the House approved an amendment that added hurdles to the jet sale to the NATO ally amid concerns about its purchase of Russian weapons. Violation of neighboring countries' territory and human rights concerns. I am all about not selling our stuff to anybody anymore. Just right. bring it home, man. Bring it home. Take those 16 F-16s, 16 you said? Yeah. Take those 16 and give them to our Air National Guards, you know? I mean, bring them home. Bring everybody home. I'm sick of being the world's police. I'm sick of being the world's, the world's purse. Oh, we need money. Let's go to America. Bring them home. Progressives suffered another blow by the inclusion of funding to continue the development of sea-launched nuclear cruise missiles, a program the White House sought to kill. I bet they did. But lawmakers added guardrails on the weapon by requiring an uh, analysis of alternatives and the declassifications of the Pentagon's nuclear posture review before funding can be freed up. I, uh, I question as to whether or not the White House actually wanted to kibosh that program. And they just said, oh, it's the Pentagon? Or if... China wanted that program. And and I thought the same thing. I just didn't want to go too far into conspiracy here. But you're right. You're right. Right. Who's dictating the policy about it? Well, and, you know, I I mean, we're such a joke and we answered everybody now. You know, Biden just went over there uh, over to OPEC and uh, fist bumping uh, the prince that (laughs) killed the journalist, you know, asking him for, oh, yeah, can you can you make more oil for us? And they're like, eh, no. Work capacity, sorry. Yeah, we're buying cheap shit from Russia, and we're not going to create more. And Biden came back with nothing. You know where you can get more oil? Texas. Keystone Pipeline. Louisiana. How about if you release those leases and let people start digging? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's where you can get more oil. Why are we begging these other people? I mean, it's going to be the same thing with power. I mean, I'm not going to beat this dead horse, but... I could literally text my buddy right now on this hot ass day and ask him how much power is going for for a megawatt because they're trying to take down all the backups. And once they get all the backups out and they start going after the natural gas, we're going to be in trouble. But I digress. Most contentious issues that could have broken up the bills, bipartisan coalitions were kept off the floor. Most notably, a progressive led effort to expand troops access to abortions at military facilities. You know, we are in Absolutely, we're in a recession. And I think I think everybody's starting to realize that. We're at 9.1% inflation. Gas is five mid-fives a gallon, right? We are running out of energy. Groceries, people can't live. They can't live anymore. They're having to choose between feeding their families or paying their bills or paying their gas bill, paying their electric bill. And this is what they're worried about. They're worried about troops having access to abortion. You know, they're worried about transgender bathrooms. Who gives a fuck? I don't care. Get gas back down to where I can afford to fill up my truck. That's what I care about. I don't give a fuck about troops having access to abortion. I don't. And you know what? 90% of this country doesn't care. You know what they want? They want their money to go further. They want to be able to save. To be able to save. They want their 3% raise to actually be a 3% raise instead of a 6% loss. Yeah, a 6% cut in their pay. 
That's right. That's what they want. They don't give a shit about the troops having access to abortion. They don't give a shit about the woke military, about protecting transgender in the military. They don't care about that. Still, Democrats muscle uh, through some of their priorities, Jim. All right. I want to get your opinion on this one because I know how I feel about it. The House narrowly approved a provision from some asshole uh, Democrat D.C., that grants the mayor of the District of Columbia the same control over its National Guard that, that governors of the states have. Whereas the city's guard power are currently controlled by the president, the amendment was approved by the House after failing in the Armed Service Committee. The mayor of the town can control the National Guard troops, not the president. Yeah, it's not a mayor of a town, though. It's a mayor of a district. Okay. Yeah, so where are you at on that? Do you want me to read it again? No, I mean, it should be, it should be, I guess it should be in the government, in the federal government, right? The federal government controls there. Listen, DC is only Congress could come. The federal government come in there and take over DC like that. They allow, okay. They allow the mayor to run, to, to run, run her, you're to run her show there. Okay. But they could take it back. That is theirs. No, okay. no, I think that should absolutely be left in the hands of the, well, Pelosi is the one who ultimately denied the guard from coming out on January 6th. Okay. But it should be there. It should be with them. The district is the district of Columbia. No, I'm, I'm against that. I don't think they should. They're not a state. Yeah. They're, they're giving them the same powers as a governor. Yeah. They're not basically. A state. Uh, Democrats have also voted to repeal the 2002 Iraq War Authorization, a post-9-11 presidential power that authorized military force with congressional approval. Similar proposals have passed the House, but haven't yet seen action in the Senate, despite Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer claiming the move was a priority. I don't know what any of that is. They voted to repeal the 2002 Iraq War Authorization, a post-9-11 presidential power that authorized military force with congressional approval. So was that a uh, executive order? I don't know. We have to I don't look know it about up. that. Other proposals with no connection to defense were wrapped into the bill. Here we go. Some asshole from Colorado won inclusion of his legislation to allow cannabis businesses to access the banking system in the NDAA. Okay. What does that have to do with national defense? I don't know. Here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read the rest of this bullshit. (laughs) A bipartisan proposal from some asshole in New Jersey, uh, Democratic caucus chair, asshole from New York, and others were included to eliminate the federal sentencing disparity between drug offenses for powder and crack cocaine. Which has what to do with national defense? I don't know. They just know it's going to pass and they got to they got to throw it on the back. dude. what they do. It's like going in a truck, right? God, we both own trucks. How many people call me? Hey. You still got that truck? It's like, you fucking know I got the truck, bro. They want to throw some shit in the back of it. They want me to drive. And then they're like, yo, you want some beers? I'm like, no, bitch, it's four to 50 a gallon for gas. This truck runs on gas, not thanks. Fuck. Uh, The bill authorized 13 new warships, adding five ships to the Navy that the Navy didn't request. (laughs) The Navy's like, bitch, we're out of garage space. Where are you wow. putting all these Hold ships? On. Hold on. I didn't, I didn't get this far in the article. This is fucked up. The bill authorized 13 new warships, adding five ships the Navy didn't request. So that tells me that whoever these companies that build these Navy ships had to get into these congressional people's pockets and say, hey, we need work for the next <laughs> where, seven years. Where are we going to put these ships? Right. Holy shit. It also requires the Navy to keep five 
of the nine combat ships it sought to retire. So there's the, there's an internal conflict in here where they're trying to do the same thing I feel like Obama did with the with the military and really like you know broke them down, broke them down, broke them down, and 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 then Trump, oh, and Trump build them up, build them up, build them up, and now they're trying to break it down, break it down, break it down. But again. they're also not getting away with it here because they're not allowing it. Like I I I don't know if in the past it's ever been this contentious where they're like, oh, we're going to retire these twelve ships. They're like, nah, bitch, you're only retiring five. We like, need them. Oh, okay. The bill. Also authorizes 64 F-35 fighter jets, three more than the Pentagon sought across the military services. <laughs> I mean, those bitches ain't cheap. They got to be billions apiece. Uh, what kind of ships? No, fighter jets. Oh, F-35s. fighter jets. Oh. The bill authorizes 64, oh, yeah. Billions. which is three more than the Pentagon sought across the military services. So, mm, you know what that's going to be for? Fucking CIA black sites, dude. Oh, God, here we go. It's got to be. We got these three extra ones. What are we going to do with them? They're like, well, take them over. Don't worry. They'll be off the books. Oh, that's crazy. The legislation also authorized $1 billion for the Pentagon's account to arm Ukraine <laughs> as Russia invasion grinds on in the eastern Donbas region. It also includes a provision requiring cadets and midshipmen at the Military Services Academy to fulfill their service obligations before playing professional sports. The bill also greenlights a 4.6% raise for troops. Uh, the Senate has not voted on this defense Which is still yet. 5% less than. And I tell you what, they didn't take the, uh, the COVID vaccine restriction out of it. I know people right now that are waiting here to find out whether they're in the, the, uh, the Air Force or, or the Army or the Navy. Like They're like, hey, we're, you're going to have to fucking fire me. I'm not getting the shot. Uh, I saw a thing that said the National Guard had to let go 15% of their troops. 15%, which ended up being like 40,000 people. Didn't want to take because the Because of the shot. Yeah. And, you know, I got someone that I know, care deeply about, who is in the Guard. And she's like, hey, they don't want to get the shot. Fuck them. They don't want to get the shot, man. Do it, you know. And, and there was another uh, chick that I worked with who was in... Uh, I don't know if it was the Army or the Army National Guard. She was like, if you don't want to get that shit, I don't want you behind me. Like, they really had this this feeling where I was just like, hey, you know, don't act like just because you got all these other shots, this one's good to go. In, if you don't have the shot, I don't want you behind me. Yeah, as far as like, you don't, you're not going to have my back because you're too much of a pussy to take this shot. Like, that's what the one chick Look, was man, saying. The pussies are the ones that are taking the shot. <laughs> Like, God, if you're if you're such a sheep that you're going to take this shot, I don't know if I want you with me. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> oh, well, we gotta go. We do. Hey guys, uh, hope you hope you appreciate this uh, little spitball we had here. A uh, little catching up we had to do. Uh, we're going to be real busy with the next couple of weeks. I think we got some big things coming, and I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag no, yet. No, no. But just stay stay tuned. Uh, next week we are going to have. The Columbia War Machine. Uh, so go to YouTube, uh, subscribe to Columbia War Machine, watch him shoot some guns and have a lot of fun. That's you just heard $1,000 worth of ammo. And that's what it sounds like when you cut a car in half. Okay. And 134 uh, minigun. Guy yeah. owns two of them. Yep. Uh, he's got a range called 76 Armory uh, that, that we'll get into in the show. And uh, cool guy. A lot of fun. 
Uh, we, yeah. had, we had a blast. Uh, he doesn't drink, but um, we had to do our shot to Josh with him. He took a little bit. He took the, the, the tiniest splash I've ever gave any human. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, though. That's all yeah. right. He doesn't drink, so I, I respect that. Just a dip. All right, so we're uh, we're going to toast to Josh McTarian. Uh, end of watch uh, back in 2008, right? I think so. It was this month, I think, yeah. or was it last month? It was, yeah, it was ju- uh, July. July. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so a toast to Josh. Uh, we're drinking Josh's old granddad here, which was his uh, drink of choice, apparently. God, I wish I knew him. He could have done so much better. Mm. Why couldn't Josh love Woodford? Mm. He did pass before the bourbon craze happened. Yeah, that's fair. Right. So, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this one, uh, and I hope you uh, subscribe to Columbia War Machine so you see a little bit more about him before we have the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Columbia War Machine on YouTube. Check out his videos. Uh, it's they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty cool. All right, so in addition to checking out Columbia War Machine, make sure you guys go into freedomsquare.com. They're doing great work there, and they're a big supporter of our show. Um, if you want to go uh, and get a membership with them, if you're going to get a business membership, um, you can get a local membership for only 149 bucks a year, and that is all caps, pod bless, and um, a national, I think, is pod bless. Is it? Pod bless L for local. Okay. And pod bless for national. All right. And that'll get you. Uh, All caps. And that'll get you money off and it'll help us. We'll get a little bit of that. Um, use that in the partner code. If you want to do a individual subscription, you can do pod or uh, PBA dash M all caps that for a monthly. $1 off monthly. And or PBA. PBA. Gives you $9 off annually. There you go. So, and that would help us out. And you're helping out a great organization there with Freedom Square. Um, Freedom Square has got some things in the works for us. Uh, hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll be able to let you guys know all about that. But uh, I guess that's it. Are you good? That's it. I'm good. Right. As always, we thank you guys for your support. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you could drop us a like, drop us a five-star review, that really helps us out. You can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. And you can find me at Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And you can find me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And Pod Bless America. <laughs> <laughs>